welcome to the Linnea Gonzalez podcast. I'm your host, Linnea, and today I wanted to catch you guys up on some life updates I have. Okay, but first let's get into what I've been currently loving, aka my holistic faves of the week. So lately one of my holistic faves has been planning my meals for the week. So making a grocery list and then writing down all the foods I want to get for the week based off of what meals I'm planning for the week. I've been trying to like focus on making sure I'm eating enough. Like I feel like sometimes I unintentionally don't eat enough just like when I'm busy or like on the go working out and stuff but I want to be better about making sure I am and have that accessible and like planned so I'm not just like thinking or like hum what can I make from the fridge like wow this lettuce looks really good but what can I like put on it so just like having a plan you know because when you have a plan you can you can um you know just make it better and become more aware of like what you want to do and have a plan so that's been very helpful I have been loving like breakfast I don't really plan anything I'll do like oatmeal overnight oats or I'll have like um pasture-raised eggs and like greens with oatmeal so it's kind of just the same every day unless I'm on the go and then lunch I usually will have like a power bowl and then dinner is really the meal I need to plan and just making sure I have snacks throughout the day because I am on the go a lot doing like physical therapy and all that good jazz. So just making sure I am fueling my body frequently, balanced, and so I am giving my body that proper fuel. And when I do do that, it gives me a lot of energy. So I want to keep doing that. Okay, my second holistic fave is the CeraVe Tinted SPF Mineral SPF moisturizer you guys I've been using this for three years and I have not changed it ever since like if you guys are not on this CeraVe tinted SPF train you need to get aboard choo choo chugga chugga because let me tell you it leaves your skin super glowy super dewy and it looks super hydrated and it's an SPF so it's super protective And you want to make sure you're wearing an SPF in the sun, obviously, because the sun can be damaging at times, especially like on your face. And you don't want that on your face because damage on your skin means wrinkles. And, you know, we trying to be looking hot at like 72, obvi. So we got to wear that SPF. But also the tinted CeraVe SPF, it also doesn't leave like a cakey cakey like residue on your face like say a foundation would it's very hydrating and it looks very natural I wear it every day even when I'm working out and sweating and it's like fine it stays on unless you like wipe your face obviously but it is just a holy grail I get it at Ulta I'm pretty sure it's like uh, maybe like $12.99 $8.99 It's fairly cheap and it lasts a long time and it is super high quality 
Like, you will not go back if you wear this. You won't even need to wear makeup if you don't want to. It just leaves you with that glowy, hydrated skin that everyone wants, that dewy look, and I'm obsessed with it. Okay, my third holistic fave is using L-glutamine. L-glutamine is an amino acid. It's very good for building muscle tissue repair, muscle repair, gut healing, gut strengthening, um, strengthening your gut wall barrier. I use this when I had my gut issues, leaky gut issues, and this was really game changer for me. It helped me feel better so much. It helped my symptoms. It helped me heal my gut, help my gut health tremendously, but I still use it today even if my gut is healed and feeling better. I will use it in my morning oatmeal sometimes, just like put it in with my protein powder, or I'll put it in a smoothie for a nice little boost, or I'll also put it in like a nice little soup with like collagen, so it's like super healing on the gut. And what it does is it helps seal your gut wall. So your gut wall, think of it like, hmm, think of it like, a like a gel wall okay and what happens if you put like acid on a gel wall there will be holes in it right or like some leaky spots so if your gut's damaged there's going to be some leaky spots and you don't want that because that is when toxins can pass through your gut and cause an autoimmune autoimmune reaction or just a like inflammatory defense response. So things like L-glutamine, collagen, bone broth can be super healing for your gut because they really help seal up that gut wall so there aren't any holes in your intestinal lining so nothing can get through. And that's why I've been loving the L-glutamine extra lately just as an added boost to my foods when I can add it to especially like morning oats the smoothies and the soup the soup it's really good and I have some um recipes over on my Instagram with some healing um chicken soups with L-glutamine and like bone broth and stuff in it but I've been loving that lately also wait I have to tell you guys this because I was filming this intro for this podcast and I so I bought this podcasting microphone right and I have to like plug my phone into it so it works properly and you can hear my voice anyways I was recording this intro and I realized I had my phone plugged into the phone charger and I like plugged my Beats headphones into it thinking it was in my phone and it wasn't the hell time (laughs) so that was super quality but it's fine you know we're learning here and that's what matters you learn and you move forward so you can be better wow that is just that is just the product of life wow okay moving on okay my fourth holistic fave has been redecorating my room at home since I'm home at Maryland doing physical therapy for my ankle and all that jazz, which we'll get into 
I just feel like we are such products of our environment and our environment can either support our intentions or make it more challenging for us. For example, I live at home and my family is so kind that they get groceries for us, but sometimes I don't want to eat what they're eating, so just going out of my way to get my own groceries and like putting them in my own fridge and stuff so that I have access to that and I can still make like healthy choices for my needs and what I want to eat and make it exciting for myself not saying that they don't eat well I'm just saying like what I want to eat and what I'm interested in um so just like creating an environment that supports that and my needs sometimes I feel like that can be more challenging based on where you're at and your own circumstances so just like finding a way to make that work for you and what that looks like for you and I do feel like that can be challenging especially if you live with people a partner a roommate um friends compared to like when you're on your own I know for myself I love 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 being on my own because I feel like that's when I can be super just like chill and relaxed and just be very in tune um with like what I'm putting in my body and all that even though like when I'm out and stuff I'm still aware of that but I just like my alone time to recharge and reset like that's how I am I guess like you could say I'm an introvert although I do also like recharging by like going out and hanging with my friends and like catching up and like meaningful deep conversation but it has to be with like the right people like I find if it's with the wrong people it can be very draining and I just like don't like wasting my time on that but anyways we're getting sidetracked here we're talking about our environment not our friendships yet guys this is episode one we're just getting into it anyways but yes organizing my room and keeping it like how I want it and redecorating it so it supports my intentions have been very helpful so Linnea what's been up what's been up in your neck of the woods lately what's been going on what are you up to (laughs) well let me tell you what's up i decided to take a year off for my physical health to take care of my health physical health mental health some of you know i play field hockey for team usa on the women's national team this is my fourth year on the team and this past year has been one of the most challenging yet health wise I had really bad gut issues that happened when I came out of COVID it was it probably started around March I didn't know what was bothering me and I was having crazy symptoms such as like bloating I couldn't go to the bathroom I was having really bad brain fog I would get dizzy and feel like I was going to pass out. And this would this was like going on until probably what was it? Mm, June, July of 2021. So last year. 
and it was the worst in um, May. No, no, I take that back. It was the worst in like June last year. That was the really hump of it. Sorry, my fan's on. Oh my gosh, I need to turn it up, turn it off, cause I was cooking enchiladas for dinner, and I burned them in the oven. So I had to, um, you know, turn the fan on, open the door, turn the microwave fan on because, you know, the fire alarm was going to go off and I didn't want that. I was trying to stay namaste, but my fan's still going and now I'm shivering. So, okay, just bear with me, okay? Okay, the fan's off now. Anyways, I was having these gut issues and I realized that it stemmed from when I was coming out of covid so obviously during COVID, we weren't training. Coming out of COVID, I was like picking up my training load. And I was like, okay, I need to increase my carbs. So I started incorporating more carbs into my diet, but not like complex carbs, more like refined carbs. I mean, they were complex, but they were also refined. So I was eating a lot of like bread, like wraps putting putting my um dinner and stuff in wraps those really bothered me um also would order like pancakes because i don't know that was just like my thing at the time i really liked pancakes for dessert and it just really messed me up and it started adding up adding up and my symptoms started to get worse and worse it took a lot of time, but eventually I found out that gluten was triggering my gut issues and I had to cut it out. So I re- I strictly remember I was at this tournament in Virginia Beach last June and I was like doing fine. I was like taking notes on what things would like irritate me, what things would not. And we had this tournament in Virginia Beach for like our tryout for the following year of the team like it was your trial to like you go to the tournament and you play and then the coaches would evaluate you if you got selected you made the women's national team if you did not then you didn't make the team so I really wanted to play in that so I played in it and Although my gut issues weren't as severe, I kind of got a grasp on it. I still, like, wasn't fully recovered. And I was doing better. And I remember the first day we got down there, we took a trip to Kava. And I went to Kava. And I was like, okay, yeah, Kava's good. Like, they have lots of, like, clean ingredients and, like, healthy options. So, like, I feel good about this, like... Yes, I'm not in my home. I don't necessarily, like, have control over, like, what ingredients I'm putting in my body during this sensitive time. But, like, like um, I know that there's good ingredients there, depending on what you choose. So, anyways, I went to Kava with some of my teammates, and I ended up getting this bowl, and I didn't realize it had farro in it. Well, what is farro? Farro is a grain and it is containing of gluten, which I didn't know. So like that night I was in bed and that brain fog 
freaking struck me i was like so out of it and my stomach like swelled up like i was six months pregnant and my face would swell up too and i remember texting my mom i was like i don't know what it is like i have felt fine for the past week like i thought i was doing well and then today i was doing well until i got to kava and then i just felt so out of it again and she was like well what did you eat and i told her everything i ate in my bowl and she was the one who was like oh maybe it's gluten so then of course i went holistic name mode and i was like googling what are the signs of gluten intolerance what are the signs of um like irritated gut from gluten and I was doing a lot of this research at the time and after the tournament and I realized I had leaky gut I had very damaged gut from eating all this gluten over this time and not knowing that it was hurting me a lot so during this gut process and while I was at that tournament in Virginia Beach I was playing and I so I'm a big person of electrolytes. I love bringing electrolytes on tour when I play, when I work out, when I just in my everyday life. And I ran out of my electrolytes on tour when we were at this tournament. And I, the, <laughs> if you know me, this is my absolute last resort. Like I do not, I do not stand Gatorade. I do not like it. I do not think it's a great choice because it's, it just isn't an electrolyte drink. But anyways, I resorted to this as my last resort and it didn't help at all. So I was already having these gut issues. And what I didn't realize is my sodium was chronically low from having this leaky gut. And doing a lot of like fasting and just like not eating a bunch because when I would eat I would feel that like painful bloating and all those symptoms I just mentioned so I was doing that um when we had like off time like regen regeneration weeks which are like off weeks from our training um so I had to leave that tournament early because I was unwell I remember being in one game and I just like couldn't see and I was like so foggy and I've never felt like that in my life I've never felt like that in my life until I've had these issues and I was like what is going on like <laughs> like what is going on I don't understand why I'm feeling like this so I told my trainer and uh, I told my coaches I communicated that and I ended up going home because I went to the hospital because my sodium was so low. So in short, I was having gut issues I was healing during this time when I was training at a high intensity and also figuring out my sodium was chronically low. And if you're an athlete or someone who works out a lot, or even just in general, sodium is super important. I feel like it's overlooked in our in our society because we often hear from the media and the wellness industry that sodium is bad for you sodium is bad for you it's only 
quote-unquote bad for you if you're having too much of it it's actually essential (laughs) essential it's actually essential for our body's functioning and our body's responses whether that's nerve functioning hydration hormones stress hormones all that stuff it's essential so making sure you have enough sodium is important and making sure that they're at optimal levels with your other electrolytes is super important Ah, let me just add another bump to the roadway that we're getting over but we're driving on it and we keep going but let me add another one to it okay so during this time i was also trying to strengthen an injury that i never healed because i didn't really think of anything about it at the time so during covid when i was training at home i was training in my driveway playing hockey and i rolled my ankle off the driveway and i twisted it and i never really did anything about it because i never really like did anything about it in the past and i just like kept training on it i kept training on it and then eventually when i started doing higher impact stuff i started to feel other pain throughout my body or like realize that i was compensating in different areas because my feet didn't have those like muscle strength or activation or recruiting the proper muscles at the proper time because it was so weak from not properly recovering it when it was injured so let me just say this if you ever have an injury whether it's an ankle injury or something small like you uh, hurt your wrist or you literally like stubbed your toe okay maybe not like stubbed your toe but if it's like maybe I broke my toe then you need to get it checked out because you don't want to have to deal with it in the long run because that's a longer process and you want to be proactive with your health you want to be proactive with your wellness you want to be proactive with your body and if you're injured the sooner you can get help the sooner you can get better so being smart about that and that's a learning point for me definitely like not to overlook ankle injuries anymore I mean I've rolled my ankles plenty of times in my college career and my life playing hockey but this has really taught me just to like not overlook that and really take care of it and address it if it were to ever happen again and from the start so yeah we sprained ankles and we taken care of it we taken care of it during this gut process and the electrolyte process and the ankle process so this was all going on and we moved to charlotte that was a big change and i was training on it more than i had been prior and all this just built basically built up like I felt like I like I would go to practice and then I would go straight to lift and then I would come home and I would still need to do like my PT exercises because I needed to make sure my body was feeling well so that I could feel well enough to play and I was also trying to still figure out my sodium issues and what was going on with that and making sure I'm 
eating things that weren't bothering my stomach. So all of this was going on at once. And once I headed home for winter break, I went straight to physical therapy. Like I hesitated in no way. I went straight to physical therapy. I was like, I need to address this ankle stuff. And I'm so grateful to be working with a physical therapist who is so helpful and mindful and just a great person and understands the whole human aspect at home. Um, and just to realize that in my gut, as time was getting closer to us returning to training, something in my gut was pulling me and telling me, Linnea, like, there's no way you can go back and play right now. Like, you need to address this right now. Like, you don't have another option. You're not going to go back and you're not going to keep compensating. Like, you're not going to have a body to to play with. You're not going to be able to run around with your kids when you're older and feel good. Like, I want to do those things. I want to have longevity. I want to be smart. So, it was a challenging decision. And, <laughs> like, I... I sat on it for a bit because I was like (sighs) I was like I know what I need to do in my gut it's telling me I just like need to do it for myself so I communicated that I needed to take a year off to take care of my my health my physical health because if I don't have that I have nothing and I think that's important to remember in our society, in our lives today. Like, I think that can be overlooked so much. We, in America, are so rooted in the hustle, the hustle, hustle, the hustle and bustle culture. And while that is great, and you do get stuff done that way, I think the balance aspect is important. And when I say balance, I don't mean everything is equal all the time. I mean that you have to prioritize different things at different times in your life. So for me right now, that is me prioritizing my body and figuring out my health and taking care of my mental health and both of those things. Because if I don't have any of that, how am I going to show up 100% for the person next to me? Because that's how I want to show up. So... Essentially, that decision was for me, and I know in the long run, will help the people around me too. And that's what led me to wanting to talk about balance, burnout, and self-care with you guys today, because I feel like it is so important to your well-being and your health and your work and how you show up and your quality of work. I just feel like it's so overlooked and I don't know why we don't all have this perspective in work and in life and I wish there was more of it but with like the burnout thing I really do feel like taking time to realize like what is it that you need that will help you and reflecting so for me that was realizing 
I need to take some time away to take care of my body and my health and stuff. Because if I would have kept going, going, going at that rate, my body wouldn't make it. And I can tell you right now, you can be as strong as you want, but if you have things that you need to address and you're not taking care of them and you're just trudging along and you're making it work, you're trying to stay afloat, that's not how you want to live and that's not how you're going to be able to be your most best version of yourself. So burnout, how do you beat that? How do you avoid it? What are some things that you can do to avoid burning out? Or what, do you, what are some things you can do if you're feeling burnout to help yourself? One, I feel like allowing yourself to take breaks, even if you're working hard or hard at work, allowing yourself to take breaks. And let me say this, it doesn't need to be a 20-minute break when you're on a job or at work or maybe it does if that's what you need and that's what you have but sometimes even just a five minute break can be good and how can you do that well say you're at work and you're working hard and you're in meetings and this and that all day take a break to get outside go walk in the sunshine No podcasts, no music. Just be there with yourself and be present and get in tune with yourself. Like, be there with you. Like, okay, I'm here. I'm taking a break. I'm fully present. I can breathe. Like, I'm going to have this time, this moment for me. Like, this is my time. No one can take that away from me. Taking breaks. And I know sometimes that can be hard. But something, I've, I saw this before, I think I read it online, and it really resonated with me, and it said, the best time to take breaks is when you feel like you can't. Why? Because that usually means you're at the point where you're so, go, 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 you feel like you can't stop, but that's when you need to stop to take a break, so you can recharge, so you can refuel have more energy, and go again. Think of it as like in your fitness journey or if you're an athlete when you're playing your sport. You don't go to practice and play for three hours straight. You're at practice. You take some water breaks. You're doing a scrimmage. You do five minutes or whatever. And you take breaks. So what? So you can go hard again. Whereas if you're going for what? 30 minutes at a time? You're going to burn out. You're going to hit the ground. You're going to gasp for air. You need that outlet. You need to rest. You need to recharge. My next tip for burnout. Or if you're trying to avoid burnout. Is... Giving yourself grace. And I feel like I am still learning this in this whole process. But giving yourself grace. 
like realizing that you're doing better than you think and that by giving yourself breaks or by taking some time off or by taking care of your needs, your body, your mind, whatever it is that you need, you're allowed to do that. You have one life. Who are you living it for? Are you living it for Bobby, your boss? Are you living it for Susie, your co-worker? Or are you living it for you? Because you better be living it for you. Like, that's who you need to take care of and that's who you need to prioritize at the end of the day. So again, you can show up for those other relationships in your life. So realizing that and giving yourself that grace that it's okay if I need a little extra time to take care of myself or it's okay that I need some more time to rest today or it's okay if I'm not feeling as well as I normally feel. I have to understand that this is a process and that it's not linear. It's not this straight line to the top like sometimes we think it's going to be. It's this up and down flow, sometimes with high hills, sometimes with tiny hills. Sometimes we're going up and then sometimes we go back down and then sometimes we're going back up. But we're always making our way forward. But we have to give ourselves that grace because that will help ourselves in the end if you keep beating yourself up like oh I shouldn't be resting today really shouldn't be resting today but my body's telling me to rest but I just like shouldn't be cut the shoulds don't should your pants like no we're not doing that we're not shoulding we're taking that out of our vocabulary okay if your body's telling you you need to rest, you need to honor that because that's a sign. Your body speaks to you and you need to listen. If your body's telling you like, oh man, I'm really craving this food, but I shouldn't have it. I don't want to do that, but I'll... stop. Give yourself that grace. Like, <laughs> don't put the restrictions or like so much pressure around it just just be and if that's really what you want and really what you're feeling then allow yourself to do that because it's your body your mind your heart whatever telling you that's what it wants so giving yourself that grace around whatever that looks like for you and honoring that and I do know that can be challenging especially if you're in a challenging time but just remembering that and holding strong onto that. Giving yourself grace because you deserve it and you're allowed to. My third tip for burnout, and this will be a quick one, is just communicate what you're feeling. Whether that's to your family or your friends, your coworkers, your boss, your loved ones, your teammates, your coach communicating what you are feeling that way everyone can be in the loop and on the same page and even though you may not be feeling your best at least people are aware and like people 
can help you or react based off of that so people aren't just like not in the know you're all connected and on the same page okay actually one more tip for the burnout tips and that is asking for help not being afraid to ask for help it doesn't make you weak it doesn't make you unworthy it doesn't make you crazy or sensitive any of those negative connotations like you are if anything are strong for seeking help you are strong for asking help and taking on that responsibility for taking care of yourself and wanting to better yourself for yourself for those around you for whatever you want to put your energy into and I really do feel like all these tips are an essential step in self-care as well because it is prioritizing yourself and it is taking care of your well-being if that ties into your mental health or your physical health or your occupational health your financial health like whatever it is that you need help with or are feeling burnt out from and you're seeking balance in your life like it's okay to prioritize yourself and it's okay to take a step back and take care of you prioritize yourself for a little bit and I wish more people would realize that because I feel like like what are we doing if we are not prioritizing our well-being first like how am I going to be a good person to you how am I going to be able to show up for you fully if I'm not able to show up for myself first or be a good be a good co-worker or show up in my quality of work and I feel like this experience has made me realize like when I'm coaching field hockey or when I'm helping clients in my health realm that allowing them to take their space and empowering them to take their space and that that doesn't make them weak and that doesn't mean that they're falling off the wagon it means that maybe there's a bump in the road and they're trying to address something or maybe they need some time to help themselves and figure it out but it doesn't make them weaker and I, th- I just think that's so powerful that you could allow space for someone to take their own space for themselves. It's like, I trust you to prioritize yourself and that you are doing what you need. You're getting what you need. And I think that's so valuable to provide that space to someone as like, as like a friend or a peer or a co-worker or a boss I think that's very valuable and shows a lot of care so closing off this episode I wanted to remind you that balance looks different for everyone and balance isn't this equal thing and it's going to be different throughout our life maybe some maybe at some point in our life we will need 
to grind because we are getting after it and we're going for it and we are going for the win or we're going for this deadline we're meeting this deadline or we're launching this product or maybe some point in your life the balance will be more prioritized towards rest and recovery and healing or maybe some points your balance will be more weighed on the scale towards family prioritizing your family and putting them first because that is one of the most important things in life prioritizing your family and your health or maybe it's weighing more towards hanging with your friends being social and having that relational wellness it will be different at the different stages of your life and different times in your life and that's okay that's part of taking care of yourself that's managing your balance and prioritizing your well-being and I think that with that you will be successful in avoiding burnout and taking care of you and becoming the best version of yourself if you like this podcast please rate and give it five stars and subscribe that will help me out a lot i hope you guys enjoyed and i am so grateful for you and looking forward to our next podcast love ya